Are you ready to articulate yourself so well in conversations that getting friends came easily to you? Yes? Good! Because this is the Speak Up to Connect podcast, and I'm your host, Nicole Jean. I truly believe that a conversation is an investment in a relationship, and there is no other more important life skill than knowing how to strike up an engaging conversation with someone, authentically connect with another human being, and build a meaningful relationship. Want to know how to get this? Then let's get into the episode. When you were younger, what did you envision your life as an adult? What did you envision your adult life would be like in your mind? What did you dream about? Did you envision yourself as a young professional out of college, working at a career, a job you love and you thrive in, making a great paycheck? a great salary, and spending your off work hours socializing with this high quality circle of friends at happy hour, maybe weekend brunches or coffee dates, and feeling at ease, feeling like you found your place in the world. Now, let me ask you this. How is your actual adult life? Is it anything close to that, what you envisioned? Do you struggle with feeling overwhelmed, with feeling stressed out, with feeling like you're damaged and you're not worthy of being recognized, uh, or worthy of recognition or even friendship? Do you have trouble being the confident and connected person that you know you're meant to be? So for those of you who are new here, hi, my name is Nicole Jean. I'm your people skills coach and I help you converse with ease and get more friends as an adult. And today, the reason I asked all those questions because today we're talking about why you might not be making progress in making more friends as an adult. And I'm just going to dive right into it. I have three reasons, probably one of them applies, maybe two, maybe all three. We'll find out, but I'm going to give you three reasons today why you might not be making progress in getting more friends as an adult. So let's get into it. No fluff, no preamble, just the value and information that you're here for. All right. Reason number one, why you may not be making progress in getting more friends as an adult. You believe that making friends should be organic. You believe that making friends should be an organic process. Uh, You know, if you watched TV shows like Friends, I know I was a big fan. I loved uh, every night sitting, or not every night, every week watching a new episode of Friends. Ross, Rachel, Monica Chandler, Phoebe Chandler, they were like my TV family. And honestly, TV shows like Friends, they gave us very unrealistic expectations of what adult friendships look like. You know, it seems so perfect on the show. You have six friends, six adult friends who live next near each other, close proximity in the city of New York. They always have time to meet up with each other at the coffee shop and talk about their lives. They're always there for each other. They're always there when someone's going through a heartbreak from a recent breakup, when someone needs help moving into a new apartment, when someone loses their job and they're struggling to get back on their feet. 
or the holidays, every Thanksgiving, there's always a great Thanksgiving episode with friends. And they're always there for each other. They're like family to each other. And the truth is, that isn't real life. That isn't real. It was a bunch of TV show writers sitting in a room and creating this imaginative world in their head, these imaginative characters that they created. The writers controlled what each person said, what each person did for a living, what where they lived, where they worked, which by by the way, if you watch the show Friends, doesn't it seem like none of the characters ever went to work? I mean, almost they're almost always in the coffee shop hanging out in the middle of the day. And they all just seem to be relaxed and at ease and not really having to go to a 9 to 5. This isn't real life. It is not real life. It is, it's a fantasy. And we've been fed this lie through media of what adult friendships should look like. And the truth is, it's hard. It's hard making and maintaining friends as an adult. And if this is how you feel, if you agree that, yeah, Nicole, it is hard to make and maintain adult friendships, that's normal. I want you to know that your feelings are completely normal. You are not alone. Studies have demonstrated that it is really hard to maintain adult friendships as you get older, as you go through different milestones in your life. You know, in the hierarchy of the types of relationships we have as adults, friendships is at the very bottom. At the top, you have your romantic partner or your spouse. You have your children. You have your own parents and your extended family. All those come first. And then at the very bottom is your friends. And as adults, it's going to take time and focus to make and maintain those friendships. It's going to take time out of your... You're going to have to put in the effort to make time to really nurture those friendships and if you don't have any adult friends and you want to make more adult friends it's going to take time and focus and patience to put yourself in opportunities to meet new people and additionally I want you to know that it's completely normal for different types of friends to come and go in your life it's completely normal and you know, maybe certain friends are meant to inspire or support you during certain seasons of your life. You know, it's okay if friendships drift apart, if they take um, some space in between. You know, for example, when we start a new job, maybe we move to a new town, we get married, we have kids. Those are huge life milestones. And our priorities and our values shift during those times because our identities are shifting. And so that may change the identities of our friendships, of our adult friendships. I mean, you know, look at the show Friends, for example. Obviously, I'm a fan because I've watched all 10 seasons many times. I know each episode probably by heart. And if you notice when the show ended, it was because each character's life was dramatically changing. For example, Monica and Chandler, they adopted twin babies and they were moving out of their apartment in the city to a house in the suburbs. They wouldn't be seeing their friends as often because of their huge life changes. There are going to be parents taking care of twins and they're moving farther away. So of course the show had to end because if the show continued, the dynamics would have completely been different. And it's the same for you. It's absolutely the same for you. There will be moments that require big changes in your life. 
And your adult friendships may be impacted by that. And that's why it's so important to understand, to acknowledge, and to accept that, hey, getting and making adult friends is not necessarily an organic process. You may need to take time to go out there, put yourself in opportunities to meet new people in your life. Which leads me to my second reason why you may not be making progress in making more friends as an adult. So reason number two why you may not be making progress in making friends as an adult is you hate small talk. Raise your hand if you hate small talk. Even if you're watching the replay, I want you to raise your hand. Do you hate small talk? Does small talk feel fake, feel forced, feel frivolous, even boring sometimes? You know, a lot of people don't find small talk meaningful. Nothing of value is really built or learned out of it when you're trying to connect with another person. But I'm here to tell you, I'm going to play devil's advocate, and I'm here to tell you that small talk is actually valuable because it's a primer. It's a primer for the bigger, deeper, more meaningful conversations. The more meaningful conversations that truly connect people and build lasting and meaningful relationships. It's like how you stretch before a workout. You know, you do some leg stretches, some shoulder stretches before you exercise, or maybe you have an appetizer before a fancy entree at your meal. It's the same thing. You know, stretching before you work out or exercise, it warms up your muscles. Or eating an appetizer before the entree, I don't know if this is true. I would think it warms up your appetite, perhaps. (laughs) But it's the same with conversations. Think about the last time you walked down the street And some random person, you have no idea who they are, they were coming, you know, walking towards you in the opposite direction and they smiled and say, hey, how's it going? And they walked off. No big conversation was had, but didn't that warm your heart? Doesn't that make you feel a small little feeling of, oh, that was such a nice thing for that person to say? Doesn't that make you feel acknowledged as a human being? It's the exact same feeling for other people. Small talk makes you likable and relatable. And being likable and relatable can lead to so many things, so many opportunities like a romantic partner, more friends, a job promotion, a new job, even, I don't know, starting a business. So many opportunities. Small talk is the gateway to unlimited opportunities in life. And being relatable makes you more human. It makes people want to connect with you. And that leads to to true friendships. That's, you know, we're humans and humans are social beings and we crave social connections. That's why when we don't fit in with the social norm where we feel or we feel like outcasts, we feel lonely. It's because we want a sense of community. That's why you're listening on the the, the live stream or the podcast or on the replays because you're longing for that sense of community that what I'm saying kind of speaks to you a little bit. You You long for a place where people understand you, people you resonate, you vibe with. And that's small talk is really how we get to know other people. It's how we get to know, we get others even to open up to us. It's how we create more opportunities for ourselves and for our lives. 
And it's really how you can start to dive into the more meaningful and deeper conversations, the ones that make true, genuine connections with other people. And creating these connections and deeper relationships, it makes for a better experience to go through life with a phenomenal support group. It just makes life more enjoyable. And if you're curious about how to do this, how to have better conversations, I have, I'm have i going to post the link above in the cards or I did do a podcast episode. I think it's podcast episode number 10 or it's the live stream. I'm going to post the link up here in the cards. It's called Socially Awkward. Do this to have better conversations. It's a real game changer. You're going to want to take notes because it's going, you can do it right away and it's going to be phenomenal. It's going to help you build better conversations and better people skills so that you can get more friends as an adult. Additionally, remember, you do not eat the fruit the day you plant the seed. When you're planting a seed to grow an apple tree, a banana, a banana tree or whatever, you don't plant the seed and expect the fruit to just pop out of the ground in like five minutes, right? Planting and growing a seed into a fruit tree takes sunlight, the right fertilizer, water, and most importantly, time. It takes time. Same thing with building adult relationships. You don't go to an outing, a social event, a bar one day, strike up a conversation with the first person you see and boom, immediately you're instant besties and you're absolutely done with socializing in the outside world. This is something that's built over time. So there's no rush. Enjoy the journey. Which leads me to my third reason why you might not be making progress in making more friends an adult, as an adult. You see how everything kind of leads to each other? Yeah, I kind of planned it that way so everything kind of makes sense. All right, reason number three you might be not be making progress in making friends as an adult. You are socially awkward. You are socially awkward. You feel socially awkward. You know, there's this societal pressure that it's expected that people just know how to talk to other people or at least you you naturally pick it up throughout your life throughout life you know the life journey throughout your teens your 20s your 30s you just kind of know how to do it it's kind of supposed to be natural and if you don't feel like it's natural to strike up a conversation or to engage in small talk with strangers then you're abnormal at least that's what society kind of puts the pressure on us for. And feeling like you don't know how to engage in small talk, you don't know how to articulate your thoughts well in conversations, you don't know how to speak up during society, so, so, social events. Sorry, I'm a lot of tongue twisters today. You don't know how to speak up during social events. It feels like you're learning a second language almost. Shouldn't you know how to do this already? Isn't this, isn't this just about being yourself, being human? You know, everyone says, be yourself. That's the, the, the stereotypical advice. Be yourself. Just be yourself. It's ridiculous. That is completely ridiculous. Do people learn how to save money, save and invest money properly in their teens and 20s? No. People go bankrupt all the time in their teen, their 20s. 40s, 60s, yeah. Um, do people learn how to date and be in a healthy and committed relationship on their own? No. 
there are people out in the world who suck at relationships. Like they really suck despite being in tons of relationships. That's why there's therapy. There are marriage counselors in the world. You know, therapy is a great example. I work in healthcare. I'm a nurse practitioner by day. And I know there's still a huge stigma in the world about therapy, about getting therapy. There's a almost a private shame in a lot of cultures and a lot of um, a lot of groups of people, a lot of communities. It's changing slowly, which is great, but we still have a long ways to go. Just like how many of us may have a deep private shame about not being great at conversations. That shame tears down at your identity. And our feeling of self-worth, we feel like we're not worthy because we're not good at carrying a conversation or articulating our thoughts in conversations. Conversing like any other skill, honestly, it can be learned. I want to normalize that it's okay if you don't know how to have a conversation or if you don't have the right skills to hold a conversation or to talk to others in a social situation. I mean, why should you know this? You never learned it. We're not taught this in school. We should be, but we're not taught how to carry a conversation, how to engage in small talk, how to get people to open up to us, how to connect in a conversation and build a relationship, build a friendship. We're not taught this. And so conversing with people like any other skill, you know, it's something that you can learn. But unfortunately, we're not taught this. If you say, I can't hold a conversation, it's kind of like saying, I can't ride a bike. Do you remember the first time you learned to ride a bike? I remember I was, gosh, I was what, like eight, maybe 10 years old. I had some colorful streamers coming out of the handlebars. I had little training wheels attached to the rear wheel. I remember my dad, he unscrewed, or no, he he screwed the training wheels on crooked so that I would be, my, my bike would be lopsided, teetering, tottering, because I was le- depending on the training wheels to bike. And eventually, I rode on two wheels without using the training wheels because that, the way my dad made the training wheels lopsided, it forced me to learn how to balance my bike on two wheels. And I fell many times for weeks, for months. I scraped my elbows, my knees. I cried more times than I could recall. I still remember hating my dad, hating the world, hating everyone that I couldn't ride my bike on two wheels. I couldn't balance the bike. But why did I keep going? Why did I keep trying even though I kept falling and crying and hating the world? Because I was tired of seeing my little sister ride my bike better than me because I was tired of being jealous when all my other friends rode their bikes on two wheels around the neighborhood. I was so motivated by my inability to ride my bike. I was motivated by what my inability to ride my bike cost me. And that cost me feeling behind, feeling alone, and feeling ashamed. And so that's why I repeatedly kept practicing riding my bike over and over until I was perfectly balanced on two wheels. I got in my reps every weekend over and over when I fell so much that my mom had to run outside, put on new band-aids, and eventually I was able to ride on two wheels like a natural because I got in my reps. I practiced over and over. And so if you feel socially awkward, I want you to ask yourself, 
what is it costing you? What is that costing you? Is it costing you more friends? Is it costing you more opportunities in your life? Is it costing you more the meaning in your life that you crave, that you want, that you're, you're just, you're yearning for? And so when you have that thought, I am socially awkward, when you tell yourself this narrative, how can you tell yourself that more productively? Because saying I am socially awkward is a self-defeating affirmation. Because you can learn. I know you can. You have it in you. And so how can you think of this as a more productive way instead of saying I am socially awkward? What if we change the narrative, the story you tell yourself? Instead of saying I'm socially awkward, could we say I haven't given myself the opportunity to learn how to strike up a conversation? Or I'm open to learning how to strike up an engaging conversation. You just haven't given yourself enough reps yet. You just haven't given yourself the opportunity. And so if this is you, if you're saying, Nicole, yes, I, you are hitting it on the nail. I need to give myself the opportunity to learn how to strike up an engaging conversation, then I invite you to check out Socially Awkward Bootcamp, my, my personal coaching experience where I work one-on-one with you. Socially Awkward Bootcamp will give you 12 weeks of working with me and the scripts, the mechanics, the techniques, and the beliefs you need so that you can strike up a conversation out of thin air in any conversation, in any uh, social situation. The, The value in that is that you will be able to know offhand what to say. You won't go mentally blank. You'll actually know how to engage and captivate other people. But the real value is that you can build that connection and you can start making progress in getting more friends as an adult. Because having more friends where you feel like you belong, where you feel like you're worthy of friendship, where you feel like you're loved, is what you want, right? And so if this sounds like this is, yes, definitely something for you, your life, you've spent so much time feeling socially awkward, you are ready to change your life and to create more meaning and to get the friendships, have the ability to get the friendships that you deserve, that you want at any point in your life journey, then I invite you Check out Socially Awkward Bootcamp. I'm going to post the link below in the show notes or the description box. Check it out. DM me on Instagram. I'm always happy to answer any questions. If you DM me on Instagram, Socially Awkward, let's start a conversation. I want to hear more about your story so that I can help you. Or you can check out the link below and you can apply right now. Applications are open as long as there are slots available. My capacity is limited, so you got to apply soon because I might book out. All right, so that was today's mini training podcast episode live stream. I hope that was helpful. I hope this was meaningful and I hope you walked away with some value in it and belief that one, you are not alone in your feelings that it is hard making friends as an adult because it's hard. It's not organic. And two is that if you feel socially awkward, you're not alone because we don't learn how to converse with ease as an adult and make friends from school. We're not taught this. I wish we were, but we were not. So I hope this live stream and this training was helpful and I will see you all next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Speak Up to Connect podcast. 
If you found this helpful and got amazing value out of it, then I ask you one thing, and that's to please leave a review on this show. I live to serve, and you leaving a review is the best way for others to see this podcast. Until next time, always remember what an amazing human being you are and that the world needs you and your story in it. Let's all continue to speak up to connect.